your commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. Well, as we head into Memorial Day weekend, we're talking about what's, of course, also going on in Russia, Ukraine, the war there that is now raging on. I can't believe it. The spring offensive just starting, actually, by Ukraine. And joining us now to talk about all of this is Ty McCoy. He was the former U.S. Assistant Secretary of the Air Force. Um, Ty, great to have you. Before we get into everything with Russia, Ukraine, we were just talking about, you know, what Memorial Day means, uh, really means, uh, as someone who has been there on the front lines. Tell us what you think. Well, it does mean a lot. It gives us a lot of um, inspiration and inspires the troops that are on active duty. Uh, It inspires the veterans to uh, continue to serve the country in civilian capacities. And even more so, it inspires the youth in the country, uh, very, very importantly, to consider a military career. As we know, recruiting is falling short because of many uh, things that are going on in the country and in the political leadership. And uh, the more we understand the sacrifices that were made, the the more we're likely to uh, have the freedoms that all those people fought for, which is what they sacrificed their lives for. So that is a very important milestone each year. Absolutely. You know, you know, John, you were just talking about the the fight of our troops. Do you feel the morale is still up? Because it's hard when there's not a lot of recruitment now. Well, it's it's very true. The uh, the activities that have been going on with the denigration uh, of the military, the demonization of uh, many aspects of uh, our society, uh, and the uh, the founders and the values, the faith and the like, uh, that discourages uh, people who are willing to potentially serve in the military and sacrifice their lives. And so they're wondering if everything is so bad about the country and so bad about uh, what we've perfected in our union, then they doubt whether it's worth serving. And that is a good way to end up with a military that is understaffed and is unready and unwilling to fight. And that's a very dangerous thing. Now, today, I understand the president uh, has nominated a new uh, chief of uh, staff of of the uh, military. Uh, and, he, and he was the sec- and he was in the Air Force. He was in the Air Force, uh, a four-star general. You know, do, do you know him at all? I don't know him at all, but I have some good friends that are general officers that know him, and others. He's uh, risen through the ranks and uh, done a good job. Uh, he is uh, was the nominated and was hit the job of chief of staff of the Air Force uh, in the Pentagon. And I've worked with a number of chiefs there, and not not him. I've known many of his predecessors. And uh, now he's being nominated to take the job of the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, which is the senior military uh, slot in the United States, and uh, is uh, very much an advisor to the president and, by law, the Congress. And uh, his uh, nomination here will probably be a little bit uh, hot because he has espoused a good bit of the uh, diversity, equity, inclusion agenda that is going on at the academies and in the commands. And so many people will be wondering how much he's going to be focusing on uh, recruiting, training, and equipping, and and getting ready for war and strategy, as opposed to, um, you know, uh, photo ops and suggestions that many people in the military. So let let me get this straight. I just want to get this straight. Now, this secretary uh, of the, I guess the, the chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff. Joint, that, yeah. 
Is that and, the position? And, and he and, and he was pushing uh, the woke culture on on our military. Uh, to some degree, uh, he has uh, when the uh, number of events have occurred that uh, where members of the military, including at the Air Force Academy and elsewhere, have uh, taken a very very aggressive stance on criticizing. Uh, white Americans that are in the military and, and trying to dumb down the uh, the nature of uh, having uh, promotions and having uh, actions in the military reflect. Is this, the, is this the guy that we, we interviewed a few weeks ago, uh, a, a gentleman that was in the military, and, he, and I think he went to the Air Force Academy, and he objected to the fact that uh, they were using for recruitment a uh, LBGQ. Uh... Yeah, there was. Yeah, that we were talking to somebody who was um, uh, complaining about. You know what? What I'm also curious too is what does that do to the strength of our military when you're getting into all these issues with uh, wokeness and and that that's a priority and promoting based on. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. You know, uh, we just talked about, and you know it all too well. Um, the importance of our military being strong and being fierce as we're talking about China and Russia. I want to have the strongest military out there, Ty. Well, you're absolutely right. And one of the great strengths of the military, uh, and our military in particular, is uh, is technology, which we're very good at and which we have uh, worked to really reach them out and to, to get our military back up to, to the uh, super superiority and technology we have. But if you don't have... Uh, men and women that can get along and that can bond together that don't respect the uh, overall culture and the uh, belief in America, and they they can't work together because they've been factionalized, Uh, then you have a very weak military that is unsteady and unready. And uh, that's a very great danger because, as Napoleon said, in military matters, the moral is to the physical as three is to one, which means that a a smaller force that is well-led and trained and believes in each other and is willing to fight and overcome great odds and can win. And we've seen that throughout history. Well, I understand. By the way, I just got some uh, news from Washington. Just Somebody just texted me based on this conversation. Uh, what does it say, Rita? It says... It's being held um, up uh, in the Senate? It says... <laughs> no, no, no. I know about it. It rolled here. Okay. It says uh, his nomination is being held up uh, by uh, Senator uh, Tuber, I think it's Tuberville, they mean. Yes, um, uh, from Alabama, Senator Tuberville. Is he a Democrat or Republican? Uh, uh, he's, a Republican. He's, a Republican. he's Republican. He's Republican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was Navy, uh, Navy guy. But it says that it's being held up, uh, that Senator Tuberville, Tommy Tuberville, um, is holding it up. So that's interesting, maybe because of the woke stuff you were just talking about, John. Well, tied. The whole point of having a military unit it has to be cohesive, and you can't have a cohesive dedicated unit when you have identity politics being played out and wokeism played out. It's a formula for disaster. What do you say? Should we tell Target? <laughs> the Target stores? Yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely correct. You need to deal with people on the basis of their competence, their character, their strength, their courage, and promote based on uh, merit and excellence. And when people in a unit, I led a combat unit in Germany and, and in Vietnam, and, and that was uh, made up of all uh, types of people, uh, different ages, uh, and to the degree that uh, the unit worked well and was was willing to uh, carry out their mission, that that had to be the underlying 
premise. Ty, and to the degree Ty, that, that was, we, we got to go on to our next guest. But yeah. the the reason we called you is about the Ukraine. <laughs> so, so we spent nine minutes. We spent nine minutes on everything else. Give us a one minute report on what's going on. Well, the uh, both sides seem to have decided to move into diplomacy, disinformation, looking at domestic politics and working on their economy, energy, infrastructure, industrial base, trade, finance, and so forth. In the military arena, they're engaging in feints and deception. Uh, they're working on training, re-equipping, resupply, mobilization. And both sides are in kind of a, uh, a repositioning and a, and a positioning uh, both at the strategic level in the country and at the military level. Uh, waiting and looking for uh, a weakness or a, a, an opportunity uh, to uh, strike the other side. So I think that the the, the uh, counter strike by the the Ukrainians will will uh, continue to be delayed a bit uh, while they look to find weakness and look for uh, opportunities to uh, make a counter strike, but without risking. Uh, a major defeat on their own part, which would shake, you know, international confidence in them. All right. Well, Ty McCoy, thank you so much. Former U.S. Assistant Secretary of the Air Force, talking about a lot of topics with us, so we appreciate it. Thank great you, to Ty. Have you here, have Ty. a great Memorial yes. Day weekend. And, thank you. And, and pray for our uh, soldiers and pray for our people. I will do so. Thank you very much. God bless you.